Okay, we are in Sefer Micha, Perik Gimel, Pasuk Aleph, the Emar Shimunah Roshe Yaakov. And I can think of no better way to introduce the subject matter of Perik Gimel, a very important Perik in Micha, than by reading into the record a Gemara in Masech Shabbos, Kuflamid Tes Amud Aleph, that says as follows Tanya is a Brisa. Rabbi Yosef ben Elisha Omer, Imraisa Dor Shetsaros Rabos Ba'alam. If you see a generation which there are just so many troubles and problems, say Uvdot B'dayone Yisrael, go out and examine the actions of the judges of Israel that are in that generation. Shekol Puranios Shebala Olam. All misfortune, all misfortune that comes to the world, Loba Ela Bishvil Dayane Yisrael, comes only on account of the judges of Israel. And there's generous quotations from our parent in the Gemara, and then the Gemara concludes. Lefichach, therefore, maybe Hakadosh Baruch Hu Alein Shalosh Puranios. God will bring upon them three punishments. Keneged Shalosh Avodos Shebiyadom to the three sins in their hands. Uh, that would probably then referring to Avodazara, uh, etc. But also to these three sins that they have done here, as we will see, um, and therefore. You want to see what's wrong with the society? Look at the Dayanim. And so we go right into Micha, and that is what Micha is saying. Your judges have failed you. Your leaders have failed you. Your Nevi'e Sheker have failed you. Says Micha, Omar Shimuna Roshe Yaakov, Uchitzine Beis Yisrael, Halola Chemla Das Es Hamishvat. Listen, judges of Yaakov, which we have said here, infers the ten tribes, the northern kingdom. Ukitsine Beis Yisrael, the officers of Beis Yisrael here being Judea. Is it not incumbent upon you to know the law, to know what the law is? So, a couple of things. Malbim points out that there is a tremendous difference between the Roshe Yaakov and the Katsine Beis Yisrael. That the judges of Israel were a much lower pedigree, the ten tribes than the judges of Yehuda. And that's understandable. In other words, the judges of Yehuda were men with yirchis, with hereditary accomplishments of learning. There's again the Sanhedrin, while the judges of Israel were usurpers. They were self-appointed oligarchs. And so, yes, there's a difference in the quality of the judgeship, but to both he's saying, is it not incumbent upon you to know the law? And what does that mean? The Malmin says that what these people did, these judges, was sit around waiting for you to come to them in a courtroom. That's not what a judge or Jew is of Israel is to do. You have to be proactive. You've got to seek out the problems, the poor, loans, marriages, divorces, 
You've got to ride the circuit, as it were, to see what are the issues and judge them there. Kelly, the question. So why is, is you know, if you look at this and you say, well, why would Hashem allow these terrible kings, these terrible judges to govern the Jews and then blame the Jews? Because you got... Again, we go back to that old Bechira Chavshi problem. The husband doesn't know how it's going to turn. That man has its own choice. You could have had the ability to be great judges or great Dayan. But what about the people? The, the judges are a minority. No, oh, wait. Normally, yes, but here in this chapter, to be clear in this chapter, he's not holding the people accountable. He's holding these judges are going to be held accountable. Just hang in there for a second. So Rambam and Rambam give that example that they have got to be activists. They've got to know the law. They've got to get out there. Continues Micha. Sone tov oave ra. They have flipped the entire value system. They sone tov. They hate the good. The oave ra. They love the bad. In their actions against the poor, that's what we're focusing on. The poor and the disadvantaged, they have stripped them, they have flayed their flesh. They've taken the skin off them. And have laid their bones bare. In other words, what they did, we're talking about the gazela here. They have stolen from them. They have corrupted the system where it's stacked against them. And they have left them impoverished uh, and bare. The asher oklu sarami And in doing this, you have eaten the flesh. You have stripped their skin. Uh, and laid bare their bones. Pitzku uparshu kasher basir. You have cut them and sliced them and diced them like food to be put in a pot. Ukabasar betoch kalachas. And meat that is to be put in a cauldron. Oz yizaku el Hashem. Then they will cry to Kaddish Baruch It's not immediately clear who they is, but what the Mephoshim say, these very judges, these Dayanim, these Nevi'eh Sheker, ultimately, when it comes time for redemption, will cry out to the Kaddish Baruch save us too, the Loyaneh He will not answer them. By Yaster Panav Mehem, he will turn his face away from them. Be'ezahi at that time, Kasher Hereu Me'alalehem, because of all the sins, all the transgressions they have performed. Kolamar Hashem. Now turn the focus to the Neviyeh Sheker. Kolamar Hashem al Neviyim Amatim Es Ami. This false prophets that have led my nation astray. Hanoshim b'shinehem, interesting metaphor. Hanoshim b'shinehem, the basar, the meat that is in their teeth. As Rashi says, let me read it to you. V'ochem basar behemos p'timot, that they eat the fattened animals. Shemachilin osam ami in other words, they live these Nevi'eh Sheker and these Kohanim for the gifts of the poor. They have the meat between their teeth, the Koru Shalom. And if you give them the meat, if you bribe them, 
Karu Shalom. They're going to give you a wonderful prognosis, a wonderful prophecy. And if you do not, if you do not bribe them and cater to them and pan, then your destiny, they will say, is war. In other words, they tailor made their prophecy to what you bribe them. Uh, there's a tremendous Gemara, I think it's in Brachos, where Rav and Shmuel, both, they tell the story, they both have the identical dream. They go to a dream interpreter. Rav gives them money. Shmuel doesn't even for interpreting the dream. Rav gets the same puzzle, is given a beautiful blessing. Shmuel is told disaster is going to happen. In other words, the contour of the dream or the contour of the prophecy follows how much you bribe them. It bears a direct proportion. Lachem, Leila Lachem, night is coming. Mechazon v'chashecha Lachem, the darkness mikosem from the diviner. Uba Hashemesh al-Nevi'im v'kadar alehem hayom. And the day will become darkness. So let's pause on that. Navi mentions here three kinds of prophets. Let's establish that a true Navi be Israel. It doesn't matter day or night whether he's prophesying, he prophesies when he prophesies. These Nevi'e Sheker and these false diviners have to depend on the constellation and the sun and the moon. So therefore, their prophecies are confined to a certain period of day. So the Chazon, the one who gives a vision, it has to be at night. The Chashecha, the one who gives divinations has to be in darkness. And so there, I'm going to send. I'm going to confound each one of them. To the one who does it at night, I'm going to make it sunlight. To the one who does it in darkness, I'm going to raise the sun. And there will be darkness in the day to the Nevi'im who prophesy by the light of day. I will confound each one of them. Uvoshu hachozim, these chozim, these seers, these visionaries, so-called, will be just humiliated. The chafru hakosmin, the kosmin, those of you divinations, they will be just abashed. Chafr comes from the verb chafr, to dig. They, they, they will be uncovered, the fraud that they are doing. And they will wear a mask on their lips. Interesting metaphor. Who isn't answering them, is not giving them any answer. There was a minhag, apparently, as a great sign of mourning, that you cover your lips with a mask. Uh, and that's what they are going to do, where they are going to be silent, they are not going to be able to speak. Now, Micha puts in a very interesting commercial, as it were, for himself. Says Micha, Because of the Ruach Hashem, I was filled with strength, umishpat, justice, vura, and again, physical strength. I didn't shrink. I wasn't intimidated. I spoke to Israel and Yehuda their sins and to Israel and Yehuda their, their transgressions. I was unafraid. Now, 
Shimunazos, listen to me, Roshay Beis Yaakov, the heads of Beis Yaakov, uh, Israel, Gutsine Beis Yisrael, Yehuda, Hamisavin, Mishpat, Veskoha, Yeshara, Yekeshu. You who pervert justice and you who make the Yashar Yakoshu, you take the straight and you make it bent with your rulings. Bonet Sion Bedomim, you have based. Sion bedamim. Damim has two meanings here. One bedamim, you have blood. You have sacrificed the blood of the poor and the people for your corrupted justice. Damim could mean money. What you have done is so sold yourself to bribery. You shalayim ba'avla and you shalayim in its sins. The system is corrupt through without. Rosheva b'shochad Yisrochu. Your heads judge in shochad, bribe. There is nothing worse, says the Torah, than shochad, bribery. Shochad ma'avir es ene chachamim. The Torah says that. That it takes the chachamim, the best and brightest of you, can and will be perverted by shochad. It's inevitable. The Kohaneha Mechir, the Kohanim, the price, they all have a price, Yoru, Unaviyo Bekesev, and your Naviyim have a monetary price, Yikoslu will give you the right divination, Al Hashem Yisraelimor, and with all this hypocrisy, corruption, bribery, injustice, you have the audacity to say, Hashem Yisraelim, God is going to save us, saying, Hello, Hashem Berkebenu, is not God in our midst. Lo Savoelenura, nothing is going to happen to us. And that we know is what the Nevi Shekhar said. You're doing nothing wrong. You're fine. Stay where you are, etc. When disaster is about to take. Now, the last sentence is a first. It is a first because it's the first time a Navi says there will be the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. Um, remember, he's 150 years before Sancheirib, and he, this is the first time a Navi alludes to the Beis HaMikdash. It's quoted later in that very famous Gemara about Rabbi Akiva walking along the ruins of the temple and seeing the foxes or the wolves, and he laughs because this fulfills the prophecy that it will be rebuilt, that Michot speaks of its destruction. And so because of your sins, Sion, your fields will be plowed bare, will be laid bare. Yushalayim Yushalayim will be reduced to rubble, and the Har Habayis Lebamos Hayar, like the mounds of dirt or stones in a forest. This is what is going to happen to you. So we know, and we have said, that didn't the first temple fall because of the three big Averos, like Avodazara, Ilarayos, Shrikhazdamim? The answer is yes, but at the same time what the Mephorshim say, that if you don't have justice and mishpat, and Mephorshim, they give cover to these three. In other words, the Kaddish Baruch who can abide a certain amount or a reason of Avodah Zarah if the people are basically just 
and there is Avas Yisrael, and there is, in fact, um, Mishpat, and the poor, the widow, the orphan. In, in other words, the Bein Adam Lechaveiro, the Kaddish Baruch and that is why the temple is destroyed here. And so now, ending on this terrible prophecy, we will see some words of Nechama tomorrow for Micha in um, rebuilding this terrible disaster that will occur to B'nai Yisrael. You won't want to miss it. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, Ad Khan.